Hi, I'm Jen Storer, slow coach to wise businesswomen. You can find me on Facebook at The Slow Coach Project. So what I want to talk to you about today is the future of the Slow Coach Project, but not really that. <laughs> I want to talk about, about it from the perspective of experimenting, because I think this is a really important phase for all of us when we're in business, and not only a phase at the beginning of our businesses, but all the way through. It's always important and super super helpful for us to be experimenting all the time and there's so much crossover between what I do here in the slow coach project and what I do over in girl and duck and what I do in creative writing and I put a post up um, somewhere along the line oh that's right it was a reel on Instagram about how when I'm in the middle of a novel and I'm, if I'm feeling particularly stuck I open a new document and I just uh, call it um, experimental chapter. So a brand new doc document outside the, the main body of the manuscript and I just go health the leather over in that experimental chapter and just let myself free range. And because this, it really frees you up from the tyranny of the inner critic because you're not in the perfect realm of the actual book. You're out somewhere else, you know, out, out somewhere else on the prairie having a bit of fun. And when you do that, you're able to solve problems and see things from different angles and get new ideas um, that help you help you move forward. And with creating a business, it's exactly the same. If you're prepared to experiment and, and take a few risks, then you get into this really sort of juicy territory where you start to learn a lot more. And you learn... learn in my experience a lot more about what you have to offer and what people want from you and that's really important because so often when we start a business we think we know what people will need and we think what we know what we're good at but then we get into the arena and and it all changes and that's fine that's how it should be but it's it's really good to come at this sort of forearmed you know anticipating that this is what it's going to be like um, that we're actually going to get some surprises when we actually um, open our doors to our business and um, we're going to have to pivot and adapt and do all sorts of things um, when that happens if we want to move forward and keep growing and keep developing our business so this is the sort of thing that happened with me with girl and duck when i first started girl and duck I thought I knew what people needed. I thought they needed to learn how to write a book, you know, how to write creative fiction, whether it was picture books or, or um, novels or anything like that. And I, so I came to it very much from a perspective of, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start the, I'm going to make these e-courses and they're going to be, you know, fairly straightforward and this is how it will all work out. But then, as my lead magnet, I, I opened Q&Q Friday, which was questions and quacks. And that was a sort of like a talk, not a talkback show, but a, a Q&A show. So people wrote to me via email with their questions and I answered them every week in a video. 
Now, of course, I couldn't answer everyone's questions. I was absolutely inundated with questions and the show ended up going for a, a couple of years. It was a YouTube thing. And um, I think we did, a, I think it was 151 or 155 videos anyway. A lot of questions, a lot of videos. And it was every week, every Friday, I did a Q&Q Friday. And that was so valuable to me because I learned firsthand about my clients and what they needed. And I discovered that so much of what I thought they needed, they actually didn't need. Or, or they weren't aware of the fact that they needed it. That's another thing too, you know. Um, sell them what they think they want, then teach them what they need to know. <laughs> I think that's the adage. Um, but getting back to what, yeah, the questions were so often more to do with mindset stuff, basically. You know, how do I how do I keep going? I'm really, you know, how do I get out of this mess that I'm in? Um, and, and also, of course, questions about the industry and how do I talk to publishers? How do I do school visits? How do I, you know, so there was just so many more things than just um, should I use adjectives? You know, <laughs> uh, it was much more complex than that. And there was a lot in there about mindset. And so I was able to then over the years learn to speak to that, you know, learn to think deeply about how I had overcome those obstacles myself on my own because that's my nature, okay? And that's another thing that I sort of assumed that everybody was like me and that you just tell them what they need to know and they go off and do it. But that's not the norm, the norm is that people need guidance, they need support, they need um, you to light the way for them. And again, it's through experimenting that I discovered that's what people needed and that's what I was good at and that was my, my role. My role and my purpose became clearer because I was out in the ring, I was out in the world experimenting and listening to what the clients wanted from me so so this is what I'm saying about being prepared to experiment and and not coming to your business thinking that you've got it all worked out right off the bat and just um, locking yourself into one way of being so so I'm in the witchy cottage at the moment for those of you who don't know what the witchy cottage is it's basically a little shed in my backyard <clears throat> it's really really cute i love it and um it's uh you know it's where i've got all my witchy stuff <laughs> you know i do my tarot readings and i've got cards and you know goddess statues and craft and art and stuff that i've made here lots of art supplies in here and i meditate in here in the mornings <clears throat> and do my daily um, tarot drawers and stuff like that. So I'm in the witchy cottage at the moment and I was just looking out the window, out the door, the door is wide open and there's, there's a wasp. <laughs> it's making me a bit nervous. Okay, it's flown away. Good. It's actually really wet this morning so it's going to rain again in a minute and I'm sure the wasp will nick off completely. So what was I saying? Um, what was I saying? Oh yes, this, so this thing about being prepared to experiment when you're starting up a business and get to know your clients and get to know what they need and get to know yourself in that arena and your strengths 
and what you have to offer and accepting what you have to offer you know sometimes we are a bit afraid of our gifts or we're afraid to even admit that we've got a gift and we sort of tap dance around it but people need you to embrace your gifts and then share them they need you to do that you're actually doing a service to people when you um, when you embrace your gifts work on your gifts develop your gifts and talents and then share them and take the time to actually find out what they are because again sometimes you actually don't know what your gifts are or you don't even know the extent of them until you're out there working with clients and working with people again I didn't didn't realize that I had a gift for leadership or a gift for guiding people until I was actually doing it and people were calling upon me to use those skills right so it's really interesting how you learn this stuff and how it can take for us it can take um, a level of courage actually to accept your gifts and to even admit to yourself that you've got them let alone um, package them up and sell them <laughs> see this all feeds back into visibility right and all the sorts of things that we've been looking at and playing with very very gently in the slow coach project and again when I talk about what is the future of the slow coach project so I always always put it out there as an experiment I've always said right off right from the beginning this is an experiment it's a three-month container it's about me finding you listening to you finding out what you need <clears throat> and us learning from each other and so now as we're approaching May and the end of the three months together I am of course reflecting on everything that I've learned in the slow coach project and just like with Q&Q Friday I've learned lots of things that I didn't anticipate and I've learned about myself in that space in the business space and what I have to offer um, and I've had I've had a chance to play okay so there hasn't been any major capital outlay from me this is the beauty of an online business you don't have to buy a shop and stock it and take risks you can just you know open a Facebook group and start talking to people for free I mean how cool is that and the only thing the only cost to you is your time and energy that's it okay so um, so it, this, opening up an experimental group like the Slow Coach Project is, is invaluable, you know, to you as, as a business owner, a service-based business owner. So um, getting to know your people, so important that you get to know your people. So the future of the Slow Coach Project as, as it is this Sunday morning, as I stand, sit here and look out at Queen Maeve, she's my biggest ash tree, she's massive. And she's losing all her leaves now and looking at her she's sort of the backdrop of this big inky sky behind her it's this amazing autumn freeze it's quite freezing cold actually autumn morning here so what is the future of the of the slow coach project what do I think as I sit here and look out at the sky and <laughs> come out of my morning meditation session and I feel like the slow coach project will close in May and 
and I don't think I'll go forward with it in that context because I've learned so much and about myself and about my clients and I don't think that I don't think that I am particularly interested in talking about going slow moving forward <laughs> so while I will always be a proponent of of taking things slow and taking it easy I don't want that to be the absolute focus of my business and I don't want it to be the central tenant and I don't want to be um, I don't want to be packaged and marketed as that but I wouldn't have known that unless I'd taken the risk and done this experiment this is what I'm getting at this is why I say it, it's so important to experiment and don't be afraid to change your mind because I know that the people that I've worked with in the group have got so much out of it and I know that I mean they know they have because they've been talking about it in the group how much they love it and so I know I'm on the right track and I know I'm doing good things all right but I'm not afraid to change and change things up because I also know that the people that really have enjoyed the experience will be um, happy to come with me into the whatever the next part of the adventure is because they're enjoying it and they're learning and and I want to also role model to you guys that it's okay to change and pivot as there's no shame in it there's no shame in experimenting there's no shame in admitting that you don't know 100% what it is you've got to offer yet and what it is you're doing. And it's a wonderful thing to be able to take your clients with you as you evolve and as you uh, fine tune your business because that gives them some stake in the business and some stake in what's going on. And they can also um, understand how important they are to the whole thing because if, if you don't have clients you don't have a business all right so you've always got to be watching your clients learning from your clients and fine-tuning what you've got to offer them and understanding that also that you that in this scheme of things as well you have to be honoring yourself and your impulses because it takes a lot of energy and time to um, run an online business and so you have to be in a position where you know that you can maintain your passion for what you're teaching right you really have to get to that place where um, where you know that hey this is a fascinating topic and I want to keep talking about this and for me going slow it's not fascinating enough all right it's not it's not holding my um, imagination enough there's all this other stuff now that's bubbling up to the surface underneath what started out as the slow coach project so that's the journey that I want to take you on with me from here on and that's more what I want to talk about in this podcast and of course I've been giving loads and loads of tips you know I can't not be doing that tips and tricks and insights that's part of the podcast but I also want to be taking you on the journey directly with me in real time so that you get it you can actually be witnessing me building a new business outside of girl and dark all right from the get-go and that's what the big that's what the slow coach project has been so far
you know I started it as an experimental group mid-February with a with a bound with boundaries around it saying I would close it in May or up up level it or whatever I was going to do and that's what I'm doing and that's the journey I'm taking you um, I'm taking you on so that you can be part of that and you can witness that and enjoy that and um, and learn from that and hopefully you know be taking notes <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm the boffin. I'm always the one who sits in the front row in the lecture theatre and writes down every single word. Um, one time, a, a lecturer in at uni, it was in cinema studies because I studied cinema, and I loved the lecturer. She was just gorgeous. She was so funky, and she even used to have a. She always had a handbag over her shoulder. You know, like it was really strange. She always had this sort of really groovy matching handbag that you know complimented her outfit and she would she wouldn't take it off while she was speaking it was so so cool she was just wonderful and I would sit up the front kind of mesmerized and writing everything that she said down and um, one day you know so she was only a lecturer we didn't have her for tutorials so it was that you know with lecturers there's quite a distance between you and the lecture you only see them for 50 minutes you know once a week and um, there's no sort of contact beyond that but one day she actually caught up with me after class after a few months and she said she pulled me over and she said who are you <laughs> she, she said you always look so fascinated and engaged and, and so I sort of told her who I was and we had a lovely chat and um she she just uh yeah it was just a really nice experience and uh, really I don't know it was just it, okay I guess it was an experience uh, for me it was an experience of and this is something I've been talking about in the slow coach project is about your energy you know someone was asking about how you how you um, attract clients and there's all these logical and um, practical steps that you take to attracting clients but I do think one of the missing things that's not talked about enough is your energy you you know you are the magnet and so you have to up your energy. If you want to attract people to you, then you need to become magnetized. You see, these things are very interesting to talk about. And these are the sorts of things that I want to talk about more in the Slow Coach Project, because these are the things that light me up. And these are also the things that I think, think are very are vital to your success too with your business. So raising your energy and magnetizing your energy um, in order to attract clients is super, super important. And we talked in the Slow Coach Project about the impression of increase. And I will talk more about that as this podcast evolves. But if you wanted to read about that, that is in um, uh, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles, which is an ancient book, um, very, very quaint and very quite triggering for some people, I think. But it's still worth, it's so worth your reading. Uh, written in 1910, um, The Science of Getting, I think The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles and he talks about the impression of increase in that and basically that is about you know um, people want to feel expanded and they want to be around people that make them feel like they're expanding like energetically and so that if you can impress upon people that by hanging out with you they will expand into the version of themselves that they want to be then you have this really beautiful um, relationship with your clients and this really beautiful point of attraction so this is what the impression of increase is about 
this has been a very wobbly, uh, wonk, not wobbly, a very rambling sort of a um, podcast. And I've enjoyed doing this and talking to you in this manner. And I'm going to keep doing it this way. I'm actually recording on my phone. Um, so I'm taking out all the formalities of a podcast, um, you know, setting up microphones and dicking around. It's just been really annoying me. Um, and I feel like if I just talk into my phone, I can actually create way more episodes and it's going to be way more uh, down on the ground with me, you know, every every day or every other day um, so that I can get a lot of content out there and build this platform and build my listenership um, and also be more real, you know, and be more um, raw and more authentic and take you along on the journey. So that's what that's what we're doing here at the Slow Coach Project for now. <laughs> and yes, it will probably change its name. But for now, we'll, we'll stick with this. All right, see you later. Thanks for kicking back with me today. If you want to connect, I'm over on Facebook in the Slow Coach Project. Or you can find me on Instagram at Jen E. Storer. That's J-E-N-E-S-T-O-R-E-R. See you there.